0: Radio.
1: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: So I looked over at the clock and it's just gone. The
3: clock's just gone. Oh,
1: wow. It's like
3: some kind of sci-fi film in the future where time is not a matter.
2: You're right, Richie. Sometimes technology isn't always much better, though, because we've got our clock on a TV screen here yeah. in uh, the Absolute Radio studio. And you know I think this is about to firm up what we might start the show with, which
3: is... Not particularly great start. <laughs> it hasn't been a great one. Uh, first of all, for those asking, I know there are thousands, 16 minutes to get out of the house today. So that personal best is coming down very quickly, closer to the 15 that is requisite. Well, if this
2: keeps on going a minute at a time, you by Friday, you're going to be in now, like <laughs> four or five minutes. <laughs> I It'll might offer
3: uh, Chris Martin if he wants to finish an hour earlier. Yeah. I'll, I'll be here so quick. Get in, concierge service. But getting out of that house, wow. Uh, Rocco awake as I leave the bedroom, so as I'm trying to tip to Around that didn't work great, so within one minute he's crying. I've left out odd socks to put on today, which doesn't feel right. I quite, I like, don't, I quite like odd socks. Why would
2: anyone like odd socks? It when makes you, you feel a little bit kind of like, I don't know, foot loose and fancy free. Do you I, know what
3: I, I, I mean? I want to at least feel in balance, and it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. One of them's slightly, you know, it's got a different sort of thickness to the other. It's not good. Uh, and then I haven't taken me blood pressure pills, so I could really oh appreciate worries. a very chilled out show today, if that's okay. <laughs> just keep it on an, no, on an even keel. <laughs> just don't irritate me, okay? Yeah.
2: That would be nice. You know, I've, I've, had a, I've had a terrible start. As well, go on. So the taxi driver, I've got, I've been allocated a taxi driver to come mm-hmm. in. So I've got, I've had the same fellow, right? First day, twenty minutes late. Bear in mind, this is like pressure time in the morning. This is yeah. like, you know, you're up with the lux And then this morning, half an hour late. So I phoned him up. And he said, "Yeah, no, can be about half an hour late. Sorry, my bad." <laughs> Your taxi driver. Sorry, my it's bad. It's my bad. No explanation or whatever. <laughs> so I thought, oh, you know, it can't really get any worse. And then I, and this has never happened to me before. I could not shut the front door. Really? I know that's like, isn't that like a, a game show phrase? Shut yeah. that door. I couldn't shut the door. I don't know what had happened. We we uh, had a guy in about two months ago. To, it, was, it was sticking because yeah. he couldn't open it. Some we got, like, a carpenter guide to, um... Is it planing it? Is that the word? Yeah, that's it. Take it, shaving it a bit off, basically. shaved it a bit off the door, um, and then this morning just couldn't close it, so my other half came, came down. Bearing in mind, we have the high jeopardy of a little baby trying to yeah. sleep as well, uh, and she couldn't shut it, so my uh, other half, Katie, is still sat on the stairs as we have a security breach of the house. Can't shut the front door. No way. Well, do you, what do you do if you can't shut the, the front door, Emma Jones?
4: Um... sit on the stairs and wait for someone to come and fix it?
2: Who do you even call? Because you can't even call a locksmith, because it's the locksmith.
3: I imagine a locksmith's going to
2: be, we don't deal with that.
3: I would say you wait till Wix is open at 7 o'clock and then you go and buy yourself a (laughs) plane... But then you can't leave the house because the door won't shut. I feel I'm just going to get on a
2: plane. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get on a plane.
3: Uh, Dazza says, I'm blocking a manhole at 4.30 this morning. Oh. Beat that. Do you know
2: what? Remember, we talked about this on Home Time. I had a guy come out and unblock my manhole for me. <laughs> uh, and he, uh, he, he put a little camera down the manhole. Yep. And I got to see inside the drains, the local drains. Really interesting, like Fatbergs and all that kind of stuff. Some of the stuff that people put down there. Yeah. Uh, particularly face wipes. Someone on our street keeps putting uh, baby wipes, face wipes, into the drains, which is not only, like, really annoying from a street perspective, but uh, environmentally, it's quite a hot topic at the moment. So uh, it's a rank thing to have to go and do, particularly at half four in the morning, my friends.
3: Whether it is your job or whether you're trying
1: to do it yourself, it's not a good one. It's not good at all.
0: Absolute Radio.
1: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I'm afraid Dan the Chippy has been in touch. Okay. I just read this as
3: read. Yeah. Uh, don't want to scare you, but if your door keeps getting stuck, it could be a sign of subsidence.
2: See, that really worries me, because we're having rendering work done on the house at the moment, so we've had, like, six builders crawling around it and chipping it off with chisels and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe my house is going to be... You know you always have someone in the news whose house is sliding off a cliff somewhere. <laughs> maybe that's going to be me. You don't
3: live coastal, do
2: you? I know, but we're about <laughs> ten minutes from the sea at <laughs> <front. laughs> South End. Oh, maybe that would that'd be a terrible end to the day, wouldn't it? Um, uh, look, we've got Nick on the line. Nick, uh, tell us about your bad start.
5: Well, I've gone to do some eBay packing. My wife's on holiday. She's only moved the gear, and I've lost my Smurfs.
3: <laughs> okay, so you've sold some Smurfs on eBay. So, how much? How both. much is how much is a going rate for a Smurf these days?
5: Well, at the moment, four naked Smurfs go for about twenty-five quid. Which. Quite frankly, it's money for a rope.
2: Oh my word! I mean, I had quite a few Smurfs when I was a kid. I had no idea I was sat in a gold mine. All these people who've, who've uh, one of my sister-in-law collected and has kept from being a kid, Beanie Babies, thinking yeah. they're going to suddenly go, you know, go off and <laughs> make millions. Richie and I have kept hold of Match Day programmes from back in the day. Again, worth absolutely nothing. Smurf seems to be where the cash yeah. is at. Then, Nick.
5: Oh, absolutely! Look, forget your programmes, forget your box Star Wars figures, knackered Smurfs. That's where the future is, yeah. and I've lost mine.
3: It's not really up there with a block manhole. <laughs> it's
5: quite inconvenient, though, I guess. You, you try going to the back of the cupboards at five to six in the morning, pulling everything out from a clean house, and yeah, it, it's not good, cause she's going to kill me when she gets back. We're trying to sell the house at the moment, and I've torn the place apart trying to find these Smurfs. I've never got <laughs> to tidy it back up before the viewers come round.
2: So if you don't find these Smurfs, then you could lose out on quite a big, sizeable of cash.
5: Bush, we're talking £25 here, that's... That's <laughs> all <lot>
2: money.
0: Absolute <laughs> Radio. The Home
1: Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
3: Uh, Paul has got in touch, tells us about it. It, it Your morning sounds horrendous, Paul. Basically,
1: I was leaving to work down in Newcastle this morning,
6: and I have I arrived in Newcastle and my, my partner texted me saying that I took both sets of keys. I had another set of keys in my jacket y- um, yesterday, so I've took both sets of keys. Um, I've just got a lock to, my to open the door for her, but actually I've the keys to open our works in the car, so I've got her car keys as well. Oh, my <laughs> right.
3: God! A, a critical piece of information here oh. is how far you've travelled to Newcastle with all these keys. Oh, I was in Newcastle, which dated me. OK, so you're you in Newcastle.
2: How long is it to get back home to go and give her the keys and everything? About two hours. So two wh- hours? So where have you come from? Glasgow. Oh! And how was she about it? What's, what's your partner's name? Morgan. And, and how was Morgan about it? Was she, was she understanding, or did she want to wring your neck?
6: Uh,
4: I was less
3: understanding, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, look, I mean, around about half past eight, you might be back in Newcastle and this workplace can open. It's, it's really, it doesn't need to be a, a, a bad end to the story, does it?
2: No, I think I'm just gonna go home to bed. I don't think I'm gonna be coming back. To be he's gonna ride it off. I, I'm always obsessed, you know, with those people who have the, the responsibility of having the keys to a workplace. That yeah. always stresses me out. So Morgan, does that mean that people can't get into her place of work because she's got the keys? Yeah,
3: that's that. So that's why I'm heading back up. Oh mate. You might be he's the current leader, surely. He is, he he really is. Your your front door could be swinging like a a, a rusty gate all day and he's still gonna win. <laughs>
0: absolute radio
1: they asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometime podcast with bush and Richie.
2: Uh, so as I mentioned earlier on, the show is podcasted each and every day. If you listen to yesterday's podcast, we had the uh, awesome Daniel Radcliffe on the show talking about the new Playmobil movie, uh, and you can hear the full thing on the podcast. What we like doing, though, when, when we get a guest to come in, uh, we like putting the microphones on, particularly when they're just setting up a little bit, because you can kind of catch them off guard, and uh, you know they drop their guard a little bit, and you get a bit of an insight into what they're really like. Uh, this is, we didn't play this on the show yesterday, but this is Daniel Radcliffe taking a seat at our studio desk. Do
7: you know where this screensaver is? Of
2: it's beautiful, um, isn't it? It ain't Buckner. <laughs>
7: I feel like I might have been just been there. It might be like on just on the coast of Australia, just near Adelaide on Kangaroo Island. It's a place called Admiral's Arch. It really? looks very similar. If it's not that, it's Imagine freaking that. me out. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <isn't
3: it? laughs> Admiral's Arch. We'll have to uh, we'll have to email Bill Gates, find yeah. out. <laughs> Bill. Yeah,
7: what did you wh- where did you get this Windows screensaver from? Bill. Bill. Gates, yeah, at hotmail. He's <laughs> still got <laughs> hotmail.com. Uh, every single like. Like all the like people who I know who are famous, who you'd expect to have so- like I've got a totally weird email address. They're all just their name and a number. Oh, really, And I was like, it's okay? It okay. Have I been like massively overprotective? I'm not expecting I you to one? give
3: your address, but you don't have a hotmail, sure. Come on, you're more modern than that. I don't have don't a hotmail. <laughs> I can't believe uh, that. Yeah. I reckon
2: it's something like radders29 at hotmail.com. <laughs> it's
3: <definitely not> <laughs> With a it is, um, <laughs>
7: Oh, I did. I'm sure I, I, uh, I had a very embarrassing one. My original AOL email was, uh, I think, it was. Oh, yeah. Yes. My parents had made legend. it. Legends. <laughs> Total <Okay>, legends. <laughs>
3: there
2: you go. Daniel Radcliffe talking about uh, his original email address. I, I would tip our hats to anyone listening right now. If you're listening right now and you still have an old school email address, Maybe you're in the blue yonder
3: crowd. Netscape. Netscape. <laughs> Mandy says still has her original AOL email as her main address. 22 years and counting now. Do you know I do take quite a lot from
2: people's email addresses. When you, when you see them, if you get like an email from a stranger and you're about to reply to them, I always have a little look at like what their um, yep. email address is. And you do, I don't know, you make a few assumptions about it. Like I, lo- I love the fact that that's quite old school. I've got another one here, Dazza. I won't read his full email address. I love these people who've given us their full email addresses. <laughs> yeah, I know.
3: He's
2: another AOL. Maybe there's quite a few AOL people. Maybe Daniel Radcliffe's not on his own with
3: this. Let's just chuck in a Talk21.com person as well. They say, uh, set it up when my folks got their first Sky Digibox in 1998. Still use it as my primary address today.
2: Talk21. That's from an era where you couldn't go online if your dad
1: was using the (laughs) landline. That's
2: as bad as it is.
0: Absolute Radio.
1: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The hometown Podcast with Bush and Richie On universally agreed, the worst day of the week. Uh, last weekend,
3: distant memory. This coming weekend, still too far away. It is, isn't it? Head down, we'll just get on with it. Get
2: rid of Tuesdays. Let's just truncate it into a four-day working that. week. i happy with that. Uh, now, look, as I've got older, I'm just going to admit this right now, as I've got older, I tend to sit there and watch telly and try and spot mistakes, inaccuracies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get very proud of myself when I pick them out. It's like a small victory, but it proves to me that I'm, I'm still not being fooled. Do you know what I mean? They can't yeah. pull the wool over my eyes. Uh, this is probably quite apt music. Mm-hmm. And I always think that in 2019, uh, despite the fact we've got some amazing technology, uh, it's, it, I find it astounding that they've still managed to not able to make family photos look authentic on TV or in movies. Yep. So if you watch a TV show or a film or whatever, and they have a photo of the family that's being portrayed, it always looks like it's been done like really professionally <laughs> yeah. and doesn't look like a family photo. Another thing they can't do, uh, they've never managed to superimpose someone properly in a photo. Again, if you're watching a film or TV show and they want to show the actor from years ago and what They've done is clearly superimposed their face in like a black and white photo from years ago. (laughs) It always looks really bad. It does, it does. Even if
3: the effects in the film are really, really good, why can't they do this in 2019? Two things for me that Teddy just never gets right. Yeah. First off, Frasier. It's one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Yeah. But from someone who works in a radio studio, they've never got that right. (laughs)
1: Flash's yeah, radio show looks like
3: nothing I've ever seen in like 20 years of uh, of doing all this. He just walks in. Just steps in the room, doesn't he? Steps in the room, puts on a pair of headphones, and this is Fascia Crane, and off he goes. It's yeah. like, no, 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 no. It's a little bit more prep that's gone on than that. I actually would have heard earlier on
2: from Daniel Radcliffe yeah. uh, when he was just settling
3: in. There's a lot of buttons to click and stuff before yeah, you, you can even start central. talking. you got to get the chair the right height and all totally. that kind of thing. And also, as a transport enthusiast, yeah. trains, so many TV shows and films. I'm watching him thinking, nah, that stock doesn't run from that stage. <laughs> Did they make
2: a massive mistake in the uh, the the most well, well one of the James Bond films recently? They they really mucked up the actual distance between the stations or something. I think yes,
3: there was a uh, there was a uh, one of the Daniel Craig ones. Certainly, if not the last one, the one before uh, when he was in London. Yeah, uh, he was said to be on one particular tube line. I want to say it was the Jubilee line, but they were using. Uh, a, a district and circle line train that physically would not fit down that so tunnel. So, you
2: lot on the forums, on the transport forum, I've it would I've before, up. I need to make this very clear, <laughs> I'm not on any forum. You must be on a forum. And if I was, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I secretly hope that you are on a forum. <laughs> right, another thing they can't get right on TV and film, right, they can't get right, people taking pills. So if you have a headache tablets in a movie, people just eat them. Without a glass of water. I've never seen anyone take pills without a glass of water. Take pills every day. It's always got to be with water. Got have a glass of water. I mean, take pills water. with a glass
4: of water. Yeah, but I do know people that do them dry. That's, d- that's disgusting. Oh, I can't
2: be done. I, bring, I, throw I up. i bring them up like a cat in a back garden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, Dan the Sparky says, hi Bush and Richie. Talking about continuity errors, I go crazy at TV programmes where there's two people who sit down and have a chat over a cup of coffee and they wrap their hands around the cup as if they have cold hands. But the cup is clearly empty. <laughs> Mostly happens on Coronation Street, says Dan the Sparky. <laughs>
3: it's a good spot. Uh, nothing more unreal on TV and films. Don't have a name for this one. Uh, when they're trying to get onto someone's computer and they say, what's their favourite football team and their son's date of birth oh great I'm in
2: <laughs> do you know what? My, my passwords aren't that much
1: more advanced <laughs> than that to be honest with you
0: Absolute Radio
1: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. is what happens when you take out all the music travel, news regular news and adverts from the show Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So I'll add another one to this, right? It's
2: 2019, Okay, We've got some brilliant CGI technology, but they still can't make the transition from
3: turning bedroom lights out and to
2: nightlight outside and the sky coming in. (laughs) They can't
3: make that look realistic. No, that's true. There's another one. Uh, Monty says, as a cyber security professional, TV portrays hackers always in (laughs) hoodies and dark rooms. (laughs) We work in brightly lit offices and wear normal clothes.
2: They probably hackers when they're working in uh, offices. Like they've probably got a code to use the printer like we have here. I would have thought so. As mundane as you like. Uh, uh, Neighbours, there's another one as well. Um, do you remember in Neighbours they would do this thing where whenever anyone goes to leave the house, they open the door and there's always someone there about to knock? <laughs> That's not real life either. Uh, a lot of people texting about instant phone answering. Yes. That's quite irritating. And
4: hanging up at the end of the call
2: as well. Without saying goodbye. Mm. That's quite weird. Weirdly, I saw that in a TV show the other night and I would never dare in a million years, unless I was really irate with somebody, <laughs> just hang up like that without saying saying,
4: all right, see ya. you. You agrees. never do that, that in real
3: life. That's never. so weird. Uh, Darren in Nantwich has hit on something. Uh, American car windows and locks. They always show someone getting out of the car. They never stop to lock it or shut the window. <laughs> I think if you're going to go proper reality here, if it's anything like my life, you get out of the door, you lock it, you then walk about five steps yep. and then turn and lock it a second time. Do you know what I call that? Go on. The dad double check. <laughs>
1: Home time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute radio. This text I really agree with, and and it affects all of us. It says, guys, it's annoying that in movie and TV, crowds at sports are always pretty and never common or ugly. <laughs> <laughs> the best will in the world. I've <laughs> been part of that crowd myself. You look yeah. around and you think, there's some absolute beauties <laughs> in here. <laughs> it's a good show. They're all out today. Emma, anything in TV that kind of winds you up that you see? A couple
4: of things. Eating food is never convincing. Because, you know, the plate's been sitting there for however many takes and yeah. it's cold and disgusting. <laughs> so they kind of just poke it around the plate. And then in TV, reality TV especially, nightclub scenes. Oh, yeah. Because they wouldn't be able to talk if the music was really loud. Yeah. So it has to be really quiet. And there's no one else in the club apart from the people from the TV show so I just think they should just do away with them all together. Isn't it's it awful? Yeah, it's so I, I would realistic. hate to be,
2: as an actor, um, one of the people that has to pretend to dance in the background of, like, <laughs> you know, in you know, R&Rs in EastEnders? Yeah. It's really, really bad. <laughs> apparently, um, I don't know who I, who I heard this from, but apparently if you're going to do background silent talking so no one can hear you, you're supposed to go through the alphabet, forwards, and then backwards again. I did not Why? know that. Oh, really? That's how you do pretend backwards
3: and forwards talking. Having said that, I also didn't know the name of the nightclub in EastEnders. <laughs> it's weird So that you've
2: I, just shown I yourself there. I, I'm a passive absorber <laughs> of it, because Katie makes us watch it, Home. Of course. There you go. <laughs> little little insight into the home life there. Uh, so things that annoy you, they don't get quite right on TV or in film. We've got Sarah on the line uh, moaning about unconvincing baby bumps. Well,
6: either the bump is too high, is, is too, too low, is quite often square. And uh, and uh, I think if you're giving birth to, to anything at all, something with corners is really no No hurt.
2: <laughs> so you think baby bumps not particularly convincing uh, as we stand in 2019?
6: I think probably the most convincing one I've seen was Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh,
2: now, Sarah. Obviously, we called you back because you are at a service station at the moment. Richie and I are big fans am, of service yeah, stations. Yeah. What are you doing? What service station are you at, and what are you doing?
6: I'm at che- Cheevly, which That's is one right. of my personal favourites. Um, I've stopped for an egg and bacon bap and a flat white, and I'm on my way to work.
2: Fantastic.
3: Hey. Live, Live in the, the dream. dream. Live in the dream. Yeah. It's a Chiefly, let me just. Uh, I, I think you'll find that is uh, junction. Tw- I want to say it's between twelve and thirteen of the M4. Yeah, I'd go for
6: thirteen.
3: Fantastic. Yeah, it is, this yeah. is
2: this is some quality right. service station chapter in you guys. <laughs> Good you to remember, have you so, on. Do you remember in, you
3: in bet? Fact, back in the 90s. Yes. Yes. I think yes. that would be my one of my little go-to things. It would be service station locations. So the host would name <laughs> would name service stations you say what location junction they're at. Yeah. It's chiefly a welcome break still.
6: Oh, I'm not sure. I can see a brooks, if that helps.
3: Okay. No, it doesn't in this case, I'm afraid. Sarah, do you want
2: my dream at some point in the future, and this is this will all go down at some point or whatever, but my dream in the future is to have uh, my face out the front of a service station, being one of the managers that welcomes you in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wouldn't that be good?
6: Oh, yeah, with a big thumbs up. Definitely. And a welcoming smile.
3: I've just Googled Isamoto. Oh. oh, you'd have lost you bet then, wouldn't I you? I would have done that.
0: But they're just as good. <laughs> Absolute Radio.
1: They asked for a podcast, we told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the
3: Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Last night, uh, it wasn't exactly a new film, but I did st- I did stumble across and ending up, ended up watching the first hour and a half of Titanic. Oh my word, <laughs> how do
2: you even do that? You, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't stay on that for like five minutes, let alone hour and a <laughs> half.
3: Let, let, let me explain. Uh, what, what I had finished watching at eight o'clock, so I was in the market for something New, right? So I'm just scrolling down like the eight o'clock section, yeah. And I saw, t- <laughs> I and saw, and you thought, Titanic. yes, I'll have a bit of that. I'll and watch an I- hour and a <laughs> half. <off. laughs> I thought to myself, I haven't seen that in years, yeah. And so I started watching it, and then I ended up going down a Wikipedia wormhole while I'm watching it.
2: But what then, what were obviously-
3: you Wikipediaing? What were you looking at? Uh, all, all sorts of facts about the ill-fated mission, sadly. But something, um,
2: there's something really uncouth about this, Emma. And I don't know what it is. Do you know what I
4: mean? It's just weird that you're you're doing this 22 years. After it came out. Yeah, well, I
3: saw, at uh, time. <laughs> I saw it back then, obviously. Do you know what happens at but, the end? I, I, sadly, yes. Uh, but, I've, uh, yeah, so... I, I, so you ruined it for
2: yourself <laughs> by searching out spoilers. I've recorded
3: the other hour and a half. I watch that tonight. Anyway.
2: So would this be the kind of thing that you'd be watching on your big screen home cinema that you were talking about earlier on? Yeah, I guess it would be,
3: yes, with the faded, mucky screen in the middle, yeah.
2: I think mucky, like, mitts is a problem on TV screens around the country with kids putting their hands on tellies because yes. tellies get more and more expensive more and more thin you know the the, the 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 thickness of TVs now is just unbelievable you think back to what even a telly was like in the mid to late 90s the back on the telly we used to have Huge. in our house. it was like 15 feet yeah. long uh, but now like our 11 our, uh, month old just puts her hands all over the TV so I had this problem I was moaning about it on the home time show a few weeks back about if you look at our telly at a certain angle no matter what you are watching, you know Titanic or whatever you can just see little hands. Marks all over it. And two absolute radio listeners who've set their own company up, uh, two fellas called Andrew and Alan, set up a company called Amala and they've sent this little bottle of stuff and it's a toxin-free spray. Uh, and this is the, you know, we were talking earlier on about putting, uh, you know, face wipes down the loo, that's bad for the environment. So is all these sprays you're spraying in your house. This is toxin-free and they said, we guarantee it'll get rid of all the stuff off your telly. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Giving it a spray, it's a miracle. I might have to get some. All of Thea's little grubby hand marks gone off our telly, so if you get a big widescreen TV big cinema thing in your house you'll be quids in with this
3: get it sorted for the second half of Titanic oh, tonight absolutely anyone laughing at me for my accidental viewing of an hour and a half the first hour and a half it's not accidental <laughs> <laughs> you searched it no, out no it was not it was unplanned I was unplanned viewing of Titanic <laughs> last night I'm just deeply concerned by this <laughs> I feel like you were you'd like to have a scotch on the go as well really to have a <laughs> savour in the moment a 12.15 to text Ian in Manchester says Richie I did the same I watched it until 10pm I've recorded the last hour for tonight. This
2: is unbelievable. That okay. is, un- Ian, in Manchester, that's terrible, terrible behaviour. What point did you get to, then? <laughs> He's got an hour to go, or whatever. Where was it at? Had it, had it actually... hit the berg. It hit the berg by that point. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for your loss.
0: Absolute Radio.
1: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it, then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
3: Dave from Exeter has just texted saying, this is weird. Me and the kids also watched just the first half last night until the point of the iceberg impact. I think that is just circumstantial that that was the point. Why is this weird watershed that people are doing, though? It's because of the timing. He He says, like me, he says, found myself googling all sorts of facts about the boat during it as well. Three hours plus is too long in one go on a work night, which is why, obviously, when it gets to around about 10 o'clock, a lot of people have recorded the second half for tonight. Yeah. And then have decided to go to bed. That's what I did. That is is unbelievable, this behaviour that's going on. <laughs> Do
2: you know what? It's weird, actually. There's two things that have kind of preoccupied the, the show today uh, for certainly the past half an hour or so. One is Titanic the movie. Yes. Uh, secondly, the other one is uh, service stations.
3: And this is a show that is easy to get preoccupied.
2: It's very easy to go off on a bit of a tangent on this radio show. There's no two ways about it. Remember we had Sarah, who was at Cheevly Services earlier on? M4. I have an egg and bacon bat with a flat white. Uh, now we've just had, in the past 20 minutes, we've had this email in. It's a brilliant email from. From Emma who says, uh, talking to service stations Hi guys, my lovely husband Mark proposed to me in the Burger King at Farley
3: Services <laughs> Any idea of a junction there, Richie, you said? I'm not familiar with Farley, I need to uh, do my homework on that
2: one. You can Wikipedia that along, along with the uh, Titanic thing <laughs> She said the floor was too sticky for him to get down on one knee, but I still said yes. I've always said that I wanted to be caught off guard, and we've just celebrated our two year anniversary and, you know, I think this could be the perfect entry point as we head towards uh, twenty past eight this morning. What about service station stories? It seems like everyone loves a service station. Well, I
3: think a proposal is a great way to start. I mean, hats off to him for taking the lady to her words. She wants to be caught off guard. No one's going to be more off guard (laughs) than a Burger King By the side of a motorway.
2: Yeah, you're not expecting to be proposed to whilst you're queuing for a burger. So, yeah, if you've got a story that in any way relates to a service station, both Richie and I are card-carrying service station lovers, aren't we?
3: This is one of these these topics where we have to have great faith in ourselves and the audience that this is going to work.
2: We trust you. We trust you guys. (laughs) It's Service Station Stories on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
1: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them
3: talking. We've taken a bit of a leap at this and our confidence is not going to be knocked by the first one that's come in from (laughs) Gary, who says, you can't read this on air, but at Toddington on the M1, 11pm on a weekday, and then goes on to tell a story that we can't tell on air. You're quite right.
2: We would lose our jobs (laughs) straight away if we read that out.
3: We would, yeah. Don't know what they do for the next fortnight. How can we get it
2: across to people? Because it's an amazing story, but we ain't reading it on Dave's Breakfast Show.
3: Podcast extra, yes. so not broadcast, but it will be on the podcast. I'm looking at our producer. That's enough. Can you
4: mime it to me through the glass window in I the could studio? Because I want to know what it is now.
3: Ready, steady, <laughs> 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 and that goes on for ten seconds, according to the uh, text. We I'm, talk- s- I'm still no clearer on what. That <laughs> one, more, one more time, Emma, one more time. time. Ten
6: seconds.
2: <laughs>
3: this.
4: <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah. okay. We were talking about bad starts of the morning. You've just had a bad start. looking at that. <laughs> Twice. Uh, so, someone I've seen at a service station, just to f- throw in a story for service Sorry, station. Sorry, did you story. just
3: go four while you were doing that as well? Four.
2: <laughs> I, I think we should bring back four. Whatever happened to four? Do you know what I mean? If you say to someone, oh, you know, they look attractive, or whatever. Well, what happened to the good old fashioned carry on? What? I don't know. Is that alive and well in 2019? I don't, You don't see it so much. You don't see it so much, and that is a shame. Uh, Four, check out the podcast. Uh, I saw Ian Holloway, the Bristol Rovers manager, at one point at uh, a service station.
3: <laughs> this services thing has gone off <laughs> as we hoped it would. Greg in Bexley Heath rightly points out not every service station story is a fairy tale. There are also the dark sides. Oh, no. I got my Welsh dresser nicked whilst at the Medway services on the M2. Wow. So Welsh <laughs> dresses
2: are great, big. They're huge. That must have looked like the opening sequence of Antiques Roadshow, him going around the corner and pulling up with that. How in the back. does
3: someone nick it?
2: I know. That must be planned. Imagine seeing a Welsh dresser thinking, I'm having I like that.
3: that.
2: <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna risk being put in prison. I'm having that. Uh, and there's been a, a lot of celebrity spotting going on. Neil says, service station stories. I saw Bobby Davro at Beaconsfield Services last week. This is quite current. He was on the phone in a
1: Paisley waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
0: Absolute Radio.
3: And now as discussed a podcast extra. So um, we tossed a coin and Richie's <laughs> going to read it.
2: Oh, <laughs> God, is <laughs> he? Indeed. Okay. Let's give it. Uh, if there's anyone who's in publishing or audiobooks listening, and maybe there's like a, a, a sideline in erotic fiction that needs to be done for the audiobook market,
3: uh, Richie Firth's your man. Make the call. <laughs> hook him up. Uh, if, you listen, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast with a child, uh, tell them to go away Yeah. for a little bit. Step into a different room. All right. You've had your warnings. OK, so this was what we received. Hi, I know you can't read this on air, but at Toddington on the M1, 11pm on a weekday, just got back in the car with a takeaway coffee and a lady, around 50, pulls up beside me, pulls her T-shirt off and starts running her breasts. Is that a typo?
2: Run? He must have been rubbing. <laughs> oh, what, what, ruined the key moment.
3: <laughs> For about ten seconds, and then just drove off. Bizarre,
2: Fjà. says Gary. That is unbelievable. That, isn't it? How are you spelling? Phoar. P h o o o a a a. See, I'm going oh, maybe a double, Yeah. Oar. I know it's phwoooaaarrrr.
1: Phoar. Tentar- <laughs> no. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast, we told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: Uh, this one here, Christian Slouser says, guys. Weirdly enough, I saw Danny Dyer at Beaconsfield Services in, in a Paisley-ish T-shirt, worryingly like
3: Bobby Davro from earlier on. It does feel like that uh, that particular service station is the one to go to for celebrity spotting. What about this one, though? Kieran Harleypool says, I saw Bobby Davro... Oh, no, that
2: was from, from before, sorry. Which
3: was also <laughs> Beaconsfield, I think. Uh, so,
2: uh, on Boxing Day a few years ago, I was driving... Driving home from London to Hartlepool and broke down near Doncaster, we got towed to Ferry Bridge Services. This is about 3am. Whilst at the services, I received a text from a total stranger claiming to be my estranged father. I am adopted, so it's not hard to believe. Wow. It's like the Twilight Zone. It is, yeah. Isn't it?
3: Crazy. Uh, We're falling over ourselves for services stories. Uh, Alan is hanging on to chat. Alan, explain to us why memory services is important for you.
5: Uh, It's where me and my wife met um, 35 years ago when we were teenagers and uh, two children, one grandchild, and 35 years later we're still going strong.
2: Wow, love at memory services. Did you bump into each other? Were you working there? What was the story?
5: Yeah, we were both working there. She worked um, out on the service, serving the food and taking the money, and I worked out the back in the bakery, yeah.
3: You said you've had two children. Have you been tempted in any way, shape or form to, um, uh, maybe even as a middle name, uh, pay homage to a service station?
5: (laughs) 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 Well, well, if you had my surname, nothing could ever top it. Um, My surname's Batman, so um, you could never top that with any uh, service station. Alan, one one second, please.
3: The phone lines ain't great. Did you say your surname is Batman?
2: That's correct. God, so you can't call your lad Barry memory Batman? <laughs> no. There's no point in going to school. Absolutely not. No. What a cracking surname. Have you had trouble with that over the years? I mean, if I was oh, working well, in a restaurant, I would not accept a booking from you if it was Batman. No, you,
5: you've got to own it, mate. You've absolutely got to own it. <laughs> and I, I learned as a very young man to, uh, to, to wear all the Batman T-shirts and, and absolutely own it and <laughs> celebrate it, mate. It's the only way to get by.
2: Robin son, Moto Batman. Batman. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what, Um, did you, did your wife's happy taking that name on? She, she's Mrs Batman?
5: <laughs> she is Mrs Batman. She was delighted
2: to take that name on, of course, yeah.
3: Alan, this is one of the most romantic stories we'll ever hear. It,
2: it really is heartwarming. <laughs> Thanks, mate.
3: All the best, fella.
2: Thanks, buddy. Off to to the Batmobile, (laughs) off to the
3: Batmobile.
2: Love this one. Ash Tucker says, Guys, uh, there's a bloke at my local on-the-run service station who, upon hearing your pump number, makes a comment like, good number stroke pump, and without fail, asks how you intend by paying by using the phrase, tappy happy or chinny pinny, and he says this at all hours of the day. So if you say you're on pump four, he goes, good pump. (laughs) I love this guy.
3: This has made my day. Uh, Des in Bedford says he's still holding on to uh, a newspaper, a sports paper, uh, that he was selling on a Saturday evening at Newport Pagnell Services and got Sebastian Coe oh, wow. to sign. Went into the Newport Pagnell Service Station restaurant to get Seb Coe to sign. Probably a stretch calling it a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, but still has the edition of the paper from 40 years ago. What an amazing thing. What an amazing way to
2: cap
1: service station stories. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
3: Uh, we're at the stage of our working day. Don't know about you. When well, I'm starting to actually get quite hungry, I'm, I am hungry. It's almost the same. You can almost set your clock by it. Yeah, Do you it's, know what I mean? it's a weird body clock when you work these hours. Uh, and maybe that is why this story has caught my attention. You may have read it. You may have uh, heard it this morning already. Uh, there's a university. I think it's Goldsmiths University that have announced they are uh, uh, banning burgers from uh, the campus for the uh, the new uh, the new year. Um, what? Because, well, what's d- wrong with a burger? Uh, climate change. Burgers never hurt anyone. <laughs> what's, what's burgers got to do with climate change? I think the argument, very, very simplified, is that cows produce methane. Uh, can't, so... Cows can't help breaking wind. It's not their fault, <laughs> is it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and maybe I should use that as a defence as well. I don't I, know. I'd like it put on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they're, they're, they're taking their step towards this, this, this climate change uh, thing, which is obviously something we all need to do, uh, by banning burgers from campus. When I think back to my university days... Yeah. I don't feel like um, my burger uh, consumption was actually on campus. No. I think it was more around about 1am in the morning uh, from some very, very nasty joint uh, having left a pub or a club. Well,
2: do you know what? I, I was uh, telling my nine-year-old the other day uh, to stop moaning about school dinner. She's always moaning about their school dinners and saying, oh, they're horrible and everything like that. And she's got no idea. You know, they, they have a, a menu that would embarrass a cruise liner yeah. at, at, the, at the school she goes to. And I had, without fail, at school... Every single day, cheeseburger, so, but not the top bit, not the top bun. It was just one bun uh, with uh, the burger and then cheese on top. You're kidding? Chips and beans. Every that was single your day. school dinner? School dinners every single
3: day. It's not a burger without a lid.
2: I mean, this one was lidless. I think the lid was then used for the next person who was busting their tray <laughs> along. This is Torquay in the mid nineties. You
3: see it sometimes on menus where you can you can order a burger without the bun and then I mean a naked it, take, burger. Yeah, take the bun away. I'm sorry, that's not a burger. No, it's not a burger. It's a beef patty. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I mean, I had that every single day. I didn't realise that uh, cows were copping so much trouble for just you know letting off. Everyone's got to let off now and again. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Copping a lot of trouble for
3: it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is a lot to pick out in there, isn't there? Do you yes. What I mean? My consumption was not on campus. It was late night. There you go. Now you. No. The hometown Podcast
1: with Bush and Ritchie.
0: Absolute radio.
3: We're both hungry. Uh, and we mentioned this ten minutes ago. He brought our burgers and I can't concentrate now. I did, I did. And, and, and do you know what? Uh, I think I even said at the time, um, there, 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 there are probably... Other radio shows broadcasting or telly shows broadcasting right now that are dealing with the subject that a, a university has removed burgers from their menu. And they might be dealing with it with a little bit more clarity than what we are.
2: No, I, th- I feel like we're coming at this from the right <laughs> angle. In that I feel that cows shouldn't be persecuted for breaking wind. It's not their fault, is it? Poor <laughs> things. They have enough trouble being put in, like, fields, you know, with electric fencing and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I've always admired cows. Wonderful eyes. Wonderful eyes? Wonderful eyelashes, nice. <laughs> nice. The cows have got nice eyes. I've never I'm, I've never looked at a cow's eyes like that. They no, have I, got beautiful eyes. have never looked eyes. at a cow like that. Hey, look, I'm from Devon. That's all we've got going on down there. <laughs> but they have got beautiful eyes. Have a okay. look next time. I, I'm going to look next time. But it's unfair. There's some people coming in uh, with some, I think, fair calls on this. Neil says, surely a dead cow used for food isn't breaking wind as much as a live one, so they should be serving more beef to help the environment. <laughs> Uh, someone else says, aren't burgers helping reduce
3: the number of cows, therefore helping climate change? Uh, I think the other <laughs> where side... Do you, where do you stand on this, Richard? <laughs> I, I wish I'd not brought it up, to be honest. <laughs> I think other other people would say that the cows there in the first place for that food in time is why they're there breaking wind. Can you imagine if you got persecuted in your own house for breaking winds? <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> you can imagine, yeah. Absolute
0: Radio.
1: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Speaking of uh,
2: radio and the world and uh, TV and stuff like that, thank you so much for all the people who got in touch earlier on uh, getting involved with real-life things that they still can't get quite right on the TV and movies, despite the current technology that we have. Uh, And there's been a load of people getting in touch, pointing out a range of uh, interesting recurrent mistakes. You can hear the whole lot if you download the podcast to this show, which will be available immediately after you come off air at 10. Uh, Ian in Durham has just come in with a late one, which has really caught my attention. And listen to this. TV and radio errors. Here Here's one for you to try out says Ian when they pour water for tea in a TV show. If they use cold water, it sounds totally different to how hot water sounds. Once you know it, you never miss it. I'm gonna have to try that at home. So, Ian is saying that you can hear a sound difference in hot and cold water. Why would that sound different? I don't know. That's blowing my mind. This is crazy science, Emma Jones.
4: I think maybe when the boiling water hits the tea bag, it makes a certain Sound
2: That sounds just like Eric Cantona's uh, famous phrase <laughs> from the press conference. <laughs> yes, it does. Wednesday, Water it? <laughs> it's a teabag. I don't know. I'm not sure. We're going to have to give it a go now because that's just uh, that's really got
1: my attention. I'll go and put the kettle on. There we go.
0: Absolute Radio.
1: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh,
2: this text, or tweet, sorry, from Stephen Jackson says, Guys, how can you get to however many years in life you are without noticing that hot water sounds different to cold water? <laughs> I just well, I don't
3: get this. This is crazy. It's easy for him to say that, but when both you and I sample size of two... Uh-huh. I haven't noticed the difference. Uh-huh. I'd say fairly easily. I think we have statistics on our side. Yes, I was equally incredulous that there were people earlier on saying, do "You know what? I've reached such and such an age. I've not watched Titanic. I've not fully watched Titanic. You've not fully watched it. Never. You watched... kept
2: that very quiet. I know. I just. I've never fully watched it. I've seen a bit where they're like lying on a on a what appears to be um, you know on those crates they pick up with a forklift truck. Yes. They're lying on one of them in the water at the end. Well,
3: then you've nearly made it to the end if you've seen that <laughs> bit. But I didn't watch and then the thought,
4: then Nah, and I don't, don't watch <laughs>
2: I'm what to is your Titanic? Rest. Can't, feel, can't <laughs> eat a whole
3: one. Well, I have the second half to watch tonight and
2: I can't wait. Brilliant. I'm going to kill some time <laughs> round here. You lot take care and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>